Bob O'Neill along with Andy Fantuz with all the action. And boy, we uh, are, again, so fortunate to have the likes of Coach John Salavandis joining us, longtime broadcaster, coach with the Tiger Cats. John, we had a very jolly conversation for the season opener where there was all kinds of excitement, we'll say, and we were hoping that everyone's 0-0, zero zero. but now the Tiger Cats are 0-1, and one of the things that you know so much about is that offensive line. And I'm just going to say this to you, eight sacks shouldn't have happened. What have the Tiger Cats done to repair that problem? Well, Bubba, let's, let's go back to what the commissioner and Andy were just talking about, uh, the ratio. You know, in that ball game with uh, uh, sacks lead going out, and uh, the injury to uh, the center. Uh, we now have three offensive linemen who are Canadians on the six-game injured list. Now you've got to make changes up front. We talked about the ratio. This has a ripple effect. Now you're going to play Trevor Riley at the left tackle, move Vaughn Cowell over to the right guard. That's two non-imports playing on the O-line. That brings into play who's going to be the Canadian content to get to your seven. So now you have to take Don Jackson, the running back, off the program, and you put two Canadians in the backfield. On the defensive side, we're going to miss win tonight, but Bennett, the Canadian, has to come in and play the defensive end. So those are changes that had to be made in order to satisfy the ratio. Now, whether or not those guys can contribute to the level they need to to beat Calgary remains to be seen. But I'm optimistic now. Yesterday when Andy and I talked, I was very pessimistic. Uh, I've since then done some research and changed my mind a little bit, and I'm going to give that old line a pass until they prove to me that they can't get the job done. Well, I'm certainly excited to see Tyrone Riley in his first start. He is a big boy. I uh, saw a bit of him in training camp, and uh, he's got his work cut out for him today. Um, strong defensive line from Calgary. You look at the uh, – what, 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 what about that matchup you think is, is very intriguing? I know uh, to get – how do you stop them from getting, you know, eight sacks or, or any sacks? We, we talked about the quick game and – and running the ball, but what's your what's your take on that? Well, I think first of all, when you go back to protection schemes, you got to have the proper scheme going on. You know, uh, we did not pick up the blitzes in the last ball game. The red dogs from the linebackers, especially, that has to change. That 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 goes back to film study. So Calgary's looked at that film. They said, okay, they couldn't pick this up. So we're going to try that. Hamilton has to counter and make amends to what they did and uh, put their running back in a better position for pickup uh, on that. Second to that, one of the things I noticed on the film was our weak side guard in the last ball game was having to pay too much attention to the defensive end. What he needs to do is to set back into second level, spy the nose guard, uh, the one technique, make sure the center's okay before he ever goes out to help that tackle because the shortest way to the quarterback is right down uh, Main Street. So you've got to be able to secure that. I think they would have worked on that during practice. I, I was able to watch some of the practice time. They, they seemingly have a better scheme going into this ball game against Calgary. Last week we, we talked about the 
issues the center would have with the noise level and the, between the center and the guard. Well, this week there's a different issue there because Jesse Gibbon is moving in and starting at the center position. Uh, how, how tough is that to get it, go into that role as a signal caller of the offensive line, and, uh, and how do you think they're going to uh, deal with it? Well, Jesse's played there a couple of times uh, in past, and so, uh, you know, he's, he's got some semblance of ideas what's going on. He's got Revenberg standing on his left side, who's a veteran player. And Rev should be able to help him if there's any call situations that, that he stumbles with. I don't think he will. I think Jesse's smart enough that he'll be able to make the calls. Now, at the same time, saying that, uh, in this league, uh, Wiggins will be playing that one technique. And Wiggins is a seven-year veteran. And Wiggins can put the same kind of pressure on we saw last week the same as a Teddy Laurent, the same as a Micah Johnson. So Jesse Gibson, Gibbons is going to have to play a very good game. Let's just also take a little bit of the pressure off the offensive line because I'm led to believe that when in a sack situation, you've talked about looking at the film, sometimes the quarterback can be responsible for the sack or a turnover as well. Absolutely. You know, once he holds that ball too long or once he moves out of the pocket in the wrong direction, now the offensive line has lost their leverage on, on the blocks that they're trying to make. So the quarterback is responsible, number one, to read the defense, find the key, and get the ball out of his hands. And I think that's what you've got to do. We talked about the quick passes. You can't live just on the quick passes. If they give you an opportunity to go downfield, you've got to take the downtown shot. And remember this with Calgary, their interior people, their halfbacks and safety, are all first- and second-year players. Their corners are veteran players. Their defensive line are veteran players. And their middle linebacker is a veteran player. But Sam linebacker, halfback, uh, middle uh, safety, and uh, weak side halfback are all young players. Well, I'll be the first one to, to just say it, that receivers can be uh, blamed for sacks as well. But uh, kind of changing topics a little bit here. It, it's, a, it's a really windy day. We had to move our set from outside to inside because it's that windy. Um, obviously, the kicking game is going to be a factor, but I wanted to ask you, as a coach, what would be your strategy going into even something as like the coin toss on a day like today where it's this windy? Well, number one, you've got to win the coin toss, and you've got to take the ball in the fourth quarter. You, you <laughs> must have the ball in the fourth quarter because you don't know if the wind's going to stay up. So, so uh, theoretically, what you're looking at is uh, you can't just win the toss and take the ball. You're, you're killing yourself in the second half. So you want to defer uh, in, and get that wind in the fourth quarter. If you don't, when you're playing against the wind, you've got to be conservative because you can't throw the ball deep down the field, but you've got to put first downs together. I watched the punters out there on the field this afternoon, and the ball is taking off to the east uh, of the stadium. So whichever way they're kicking, if they're kicking with the wind, even at that, the ball is going to drift towards the east. So the return guy has got that problem. If they're, if they're uh, punting against that win, go back to 2013 when we were in Guelph and played against Calgary. Oh. And remember that win then and, and some of the kicks that were happening in that ball game. So the kicking game is going to be super important tonight. And Calgary has a number. Uh, their punter is only a first-year player also. Talk to offense, we talk special teams. What about the defense? You talked about the loss of Dylan Wynn in the middle. That's a big loss. He's a regular starter and a, and a real enthusiastic ball player on that line. 
But I don't think they lose a lot in Autry the second, do they? No, I don't think they do. I think Lee Autry will play very well. I think the key is going to be whether Johnson and Bennett can match up. And we watched Bennett in the preseason and in the early going, uh, Mason Bennett, and I think he's a good defensive end. He's got to be under control out there. Now, you've got a quarterback that likes to stay in the pocket. He doesn't like to get out of the pocket. He likes to throw the ball from there, and he's going to throw the ball deep. You know he's going to throw it deep. So your defensive secondary has got to win some of those 50-50 balls. Andy, last one to you. Uh, well, I want to kind of come back to the wind a bit. I, I always tell the receivers when you're playing with the wind that in warm-ups, it's really important to get some full-speed reps of corner balls and, and long balls because when you have the wind behind you, you gotta you got to run further than you think the ball is going. And, and then, of course, when it's against you, stop and go up and get it. What other positions would you specifically have a conversation with the players uh, when it's a windy day like this to adjust the way they play the game? Well, you know, number one would be your long snapper. It can affect the long snap. People don't think about that, but really the long snap going back 14 yards, there's a lot of wind problems in that. He's got to be able to snap the ball absolutely correct and into the right hip of the punter. Second to that, obviously your kicker, your field goal yeah. kicker, that's obvious. You know, He's got to be able to play it like a nine iron into that wind and make it, make it curve whichever way it, it has to curve to get in there. And also with your receivers, Andy, make sure your receivers come back to the football on the short and quick passes because those defensive backs aren't going to lay off. They're going to be right on top of them. Coach Sal, we know you have some responsibilities on what is Canadian Football Hall of Fame weekend, and it's been a real special time around here. The crowds are starting to come in. They're enjoying the, the $5 beers, and, of course, we've got the uh, Coach O towels for the first 10000 Thank you for joining us on the pregame show. Uh, again, enjoy the game.